Welcome to episode three of the Do Dodcast. This is March twenty second of two thousand eighteen. I got my my good friend, co commissioner Jansen Yetter, on the line. What's up, man? Not um, a whole lot. We'll quickly recap the Do Dod Dozen. We will discuss some Wichita State recent events, some breaking news. Discuss, have a little question and answer time. And then we're going to give a shout, or I guess not a shout, but a call to our defending champion, Chris Northup, and see if he answers on a blind call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess he doesn't answer. That's just a guess. What are the, what are the percentages? Uh, put it at 5% of him answering. Oh, geez. I'll take yeah. those odds. Yeah. Okay, I got faith in him. I think he's... Even though he's out of the picture, he's he's trying to watch to see if there's any hope left. So I'm going to say he answers. Yeah, but he's in Nebraska. And I mean, like, they don't have internet up there. I don't think they have good phone lines either. I, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see him answering. Is is Nebraska still playing in the NIT? Maybe he's caught up with that. Maybe he's, maybe he's tied <laughs> they, up. They did get in the NIT, right? I think, I think so. Yeah, if you finish top five in a power conference, you should at least get in the NIT. Yeah. Who knows? But we'll give it a shot. All right. So starting off with the Duda Dozen, currently we have Mike DeVader in the lead at 205. Tony, <laughs> Tony, 197 in second place. And just jumping into third, I believe, as I refresh my screen here, Mike Sambo with a big night from his Michigan Wolverines is now in third place at 186. He got a 45-point outing from his two, two Michigan guys. And then rounding out the top five is Kyle Osgood and then Grant Jones at 172 and 169. Um, we got to take it. We got to go one spot down. One more. Let's do a top six. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We can't, we can't leave the man out. After how much we've dogged him in the past, our good friend and loyal Duda Dozen follower and participator, JK, is in sixth place at 165 and has three players still alive. I honestly still kind of think JK has a chance. I like I like where he's sitting. Well, like I like I told you before we started recording here is tomorrow night we'll decide it because if Purdue and Kansas can survive tomorrow night, then he'll have a really good shot of racking up some points. Yeah, the, the thing that's going to hurt him, I mean, it's such a fine margin at this point, and all of his teams are on the right side of the bracket. So yeah. he needs one of those teams to go to the finals, and he needs all of his guys to just get really hot. Yep, yep, I agree. And 
I know JK's in six, and we're kind of stopped there. But we should also mention, and I guess we'll just kind of transition into the next portion of who do we think is going to finish up in the top two or three, or at least who has the best shot, because I know you, Jansen, have two guys still alive on opposite sides of the bracket, and they are both on teams that are, I would say, a couple of the the favorites on each side to advance to the championship game with Duke and Gonzaga. So I think you have a good shot of of, of making a run there. And then I was going to say Sambo, but since I already updated it, he's he made his jump to third. He was in 10th before the Michigan game tonight, so he was going to be the other one I mentioned. But I would say, yeah, of the top eight, Brock is out. He has... Savi, what's his name from Kansas, still alive. That's not, not going to be enough for him. But, yeah, seven of the top eight, I think, still have a, a pretty good shot at, at this title. I, I've gotten every single thing wrong about this tournament so far. So I almost, <laughs> I, I almost don't want to say this out loud, but I fully expect Gonzaga to go to the championship game, um, which is good for me. If Duke can do the same, then... Then I, I have a chance maybe to finish top three, which is I don't think I don't think that's ever happened. So kind yeah, of just you know just blessed. Really, I'm I'm blessed to be here. <laughs> and that is that is a, a fun fact. Here is you and I as the commissioners of this league have never finished. I know first or second. We don't have a banner. I don't know if either of us have finished third. I'm I might have squeaked into third, but. Maybe I think you once. have. But it was I, just once. Yeah, I, I know I've never really even sniffed third. Uh, I feel like you have. Yeah. But this this could be the year. Maybe we get over the hump, and then it's all downhill from here. Maybe. Um, I mean, we kind of just blew right past those top three. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Mike's going to run out of players quickly. Yeah. Uh, well, Mike I mean, Mike, Mike DeVader is going to run out of players quickly. Yeah, he'll lose uh, one tonight for sure in this game here that we're watching. Yeah. For his sake, hopefully it's the guy who hasn't scored yet. <laughs> um, but Sambo's got to be a favorite, right? I mean, he's got his, basically got his whole team. Yeah. Haas, though, isn't playing. He's He's out, at least for the next game. So he'll have a goose egg. Yeah, it's it's kind of that same thing as oh as JK where if KU wins tomorrow that'll of course help him. Uh, West Virginia, I got to imagine, will get beat by Villanova, but even then, Javon Carter can easily put up twenty points. Yeah, old man points too. Yep. Those those should count double. That's right. He's got that old man game, that the YMCA type of game. <laughs> Straight up. But I I would agree with you. I'm. I would venture to say that Sambo probably has the best shot, especially if, if Michigan is the Final Four, it's a wrap. Sambo wins. That's yeah. a given. Yeah, for and, sure. And then, sorry, Tony, you're not going to make it. You're going to lose Battle or Bagley. Just now is the first time I've ever heard of Ty's Battle. <laughs> right right when you said his name. That's How did Syracuse get in the tournament? I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. It's not my tournament, Justin. Nope. Hashtag make the tournament great again, just yeah, like you some, said. Somebody's going to have to do it. Yep. I would say the other person, so I I got Sambo. I think DeVader will put up enough points tonight and tomorrow to give himself a shot. And then Sambo will be up there. I think Kyle Osgood, I think he's 
he's going to make a run. I had Nova and Gonzaga in my in my championship in the bracket. I think it's probably still going to happen. So at least I got something right, even though the rest of the brackets all sorts of messed up. But what what, what was the rest of your bracket? Because that's pretty solid. Yeah. I had Cincy in my final four, which I loved after Virginia lost. I did too. Yep. I'm still mad about it. I thought I thought that was an easy given. I, I even liked them over Kentucky. And then in the what I would refer to as the bottom right quadrant, whatever region uh, that are is. Those, are, do those count as Q1 wins? <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. It was a toss-up for me between Duke and Michigan State. I figured whoever wins that game, if it got to that point, was going to go to the Final Four. Unfortunately, I chose the Spartans instead of the Blue Devils, and I'm really pissed off about it. Do you want to jump into this this game that's going on right now? Sure. K-State. So right now, K-State 13-1. to mm-hmm. uh, 16 minutes left. I, before, we, before we started recording, you were saying something like, like a guaranteed win, guaranteed blowout, I think you said. Does K-State make it to 20 points in the first half? They only need to score. <laughs> they need one more touchdown. So, if, I mean, Snyder, you know how he is with the special teams. That They're going to get to 20. Yeah. <laughs> and Dean Wade is on the floor. He is on the floor. I'm I'm surprised he's in this early. But this, this, I, Mike DeVader is back alive all of a sudden. All right, so let's let's kind of segue into as we're talking about the tournament, and we sort of already touched on it. Who is going to play in the championship? Well, let's just let's just do Final Four. Who's going to be the Final Four, and who's advancing to the title game to win it all? I think we agree with Zaga, the Zags, and Nova. I'm going to be shocked if it's not Gonzaga. Yep, I think we're um, on the same page. I, that I think Purdue. I like Purdue. I want to root for Purdue, but I think it's going to be Villanova. Yeah, if you if anybody watched even five minutes of one of their first two games, they are unstoppable right now. They are. Yeah, they they are gonna go cold. One of these next two games, they'll shoot bad. Man. Um. So it's just a matter of if they can win that that game that they do shoot poorly. But I think they will. They're old. I mean, they're just really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the other two? You you have Duke or KU? I, Duke Syracuse like that's that scares me to death. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be two three zone for forty minutes on both sides, <laughs> and it's it's gonna be like thirty nine to forty one final. Oh man! And I really I just can't wait to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Duke's gotta win just because they're so much better. But I've been watching them all year, and they 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 can do anything. They can play very poorly on any given night. So I'm gonna say Duke, but it's got zero confidence. If Syracuse beats Duke tomorrow, I probably won't watch another game until the title game. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching Gonzaga. Um, I was in Vegas for a work conference like a couple weeks ago, and I, I came home with a $50 ticket on Gonzaga to win the championship. So I like that. Yeah, 50 to win a grand. So I'm going to keep watching Gonzaga. Um, but yeah, I, I'll probably boycott the rest of the games if, if Duke does go down to Syracuse. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the same page there. And then I assume Kentucky, just for lack of a better option. <laughs> well, Loyola, let's go Ramblers. <laughs> I'm going to root for the Valley. If this game ended right now, say, like, I don't know, like $100,000 falls out of one of these Kentucky dudes' shoes and they just call the game, <laughs> you, 
We've got K-State versus Loyola to go to the Final Four. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, how bad? This is the sport. Oh, my that, God. That people will say is great. I mean, this tournament is just, it's uh, been tough to watch. I know JK won't like that, but it's been it's been bad. I mean, I I will never dislike this tournament. It is... Yeah, if, I like it. Okay. If, I mean, it's it's probably let's be honest. It's probably my favorite sporting event of the year. Yeah. It's there's nothing like it. Right. But I, I'm just saying that. Like, I love the tournament, but I just I just feel like it used to be so much better. There is still a hate factor when you get all of these upsets, and then these games in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight are just garbage, and you're well, and, you're yeah, on the I'm, edge of your seat just praying. Praying that one of the better teams makes it to the the championship game, so you don't see a twenty point blowout in the championship game. And I'm okay with some weird upsets going on, but when they're teams that I just they they just should not be in the tournament. Oh yeah, that aggravates me. Hundred percent. And then people are like, "Oh yeah, see, they should have got in." Nope. Like the fact that they win games in the tournament does not mean they should have been in. Those are completely independent factors. Yep. And it just it, it really frustrates me. And like Loyola, if they lose in the the Valley Final, they don't get in. No, no, nope. they're, they're a two seed in the NIT. Yep. So it's I, I don't know. They need to work on it. The committee needs to do better. Yeah. But anyway, we could talk for days about that. I think we're we're both in agreement and coming from the same perspective. But hopefully next year it makes up for for this year. Yeah. Do better. I, I mean, they can hire me if they want to. And I'll just be a one-man committee, and I'll get it right. Yep. And I'll, uh, I'll like, I'll put my email address and my phone number out there for the public, and I'll accept all calls uh, with, with <laughs> grievances about my bracket after it comes out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Deal. I'll work for uh, five hundred a year, five hundred dollars per year. <laughs> I'll get it right. I'll start raising some money now. <laughs> all right. Also, transitioning now. Talking about next year, we had on our list to discuss the Shockers in 2018-19. It'll be quick. It'll be quick. We have to. This is the Duda Dozen. Founded from the roots of Wichita and Shocker Nation, so we have to bring it up. Does Shamit return for his junior season? Which is kind of crazy to think that it's only his junior season. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been here for four or five years already. Yes. If he doesn't, it, I'm going to assume it's because he got pissed and transferred. Like, I, I don't know where else he would go. You don't think there's any chance he goes pro? He's projected right now as a late first, somewhere in the mid-20s. Is that worth it to leave? I don't think he, I just don't think he's ready. They no. always say, if you're, like, if you're a lottery pick, you have to go, but that, that's not a lottery pick. And no. If you're not being projected as a lottery pick, that means you can Ball, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of second round or you have nothing guaranteed I, I don't I don't know I don't see it personally yeah and I know you've been kind of down on him anyway especially when you get to the big games he hasn't quite come through yeah he's great at the end of the clock <laughs> yeah. really good that's sarcasm either, there folks sarcasm yeah, either <laughs> turns it over or he takes a bad shot and airballs it but <laughs> I mean <laughs> You know, with that short NBA shot clock, that's what you—that's the kind of guy you want to draft. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I—I I think he'll come back, especially with uh, the next topic with Alex Lomax, not 
gonna end up a shocker. I think that means Shamit is going to return. That will help influence him to return because he will be one of one of the guys. I mean, this year they had you can't couldn't even keep you couldn't even keep track of how many seniors and players they had that had the potential to score. Whereas next year it's gonna be limited. So he's he's gonna have to be the man. I think he comes back with the idea of he's got a shot to average twenty a game and try to up yeah. his draft stock. I agree. And then I think he's gone. Yeah. I mean, you come back and you average. You're going to be playing in a really good conference next year. Yep. You can average 20-25 and be the man on a team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes too much sense for him to come back. That Lomax, like, that sucks. That yeah. dude is, I mean. Yeah, I, I get it. And you got to hand it to Marshall for, for letting him go and seeing it from, from the other angle. And, I mean, Penny Hardaway pretty much raised the kid. So uh, yeah, that's what everyone was saying. I, I don't know. It feel it feels dirty to me. They had like eight D one guys on their high school team. Well, you know that's that's one of that's one of the main reasons why they hired Penny is because he's bringing all these studs and they're going to be good right away. Yeah. So again, again, we're going to blame Kentucky basketball. Like it's Tubby's fault. If Tubby would have done better. <laughs> Then we don't have we don't have any of this shit. Maybe Penny just comes to Wichita State to be an assistant. <laughs> Lomax is bringing Penny instead of Penny bringing Lomax. Yeah, yeah, we got Penny coming in as an assistant. <laughs> Maybe Shaq comes by and watches a few games. <laughs> it could have been great. Instead, Tubby can't recruit, can't win. See ya. Think about that. So Memphis is instantly going to be be good. They may not be top of the league good or top of the conference yeah. good but they'll be good UConn I, now getting Hurley he surely is going to make them better so they'll well, be I think I think quickly yeah so they'll be competitive you know since he's always up there Houston will be competitive it's not like I, they're going to drop way off I think I really like Kelvin Sampson yeah I think he's great he's perfect there when Wichita State like just beat the crap out of them in January, he went into the to the press conference afterwards and like everything he said, he was praising Wichita State, but he was like he basically just called his team out and they they were a completely different team after that. I think mm-hmm. like to me that was intentional. He knew what he was doing and it worked. I, I think he's awesome. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, by the way, watching the game here, it it took almost five minutes, but K State did score again, so. They're, they're oh, getting back on track to get to 20. Oh, my God. This is, this is it. <laughs> this is one of the top 16 teams remaining. Okay. They're going to score. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that, that wraps up our agenda here uh, for the so, tournament for Wichita State and all that good stuff. Uh, so now. Is, wait. How, how many games does, like, is Wichita State, what do you think they are next year? Are they, like, fourth in the conference? A bubble team? No, they won't finish worse than third in the conference. Do you, think bu- do you think they're a bubble team? No, they get in. They might be a, a five or a six seed, but they'll get in. Because this is all with anticipation that Shamit returns. Yeah, but there's got to be a drop-off because, I mean, we have no big guys. All we have is the Great Dane. Yeah, I can see that. But I I feel like... There's, I feel like somebody's going to step up and not be a Shaq, but they'll be 
good enough or do just well enough to to fill the void. Yeah. So. I mean, McDuffie, yeah, McDuffie will have to be great. And uh, that other kid, Roderick Brown, the kid who redshirted, he's going to have to be good, like, right away. Yep. It's going to be a completely different team. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of – it makes me think of, obviously, these guys are nowhere clo- close to the level of Van Vliet and Baker. But when Wichita State lost all those guys early and, and them and, and to Kale Cotton, when they went through that, that exodus and then – Van Vliet and Baker stepped up and carried them to back to the tournament and all that. I, I think it'll be similar to that. Obviously, they aren't the same kind of players as Van Vliet Baker, but I think we'll be pleasantly surprised. All right. I can go for that. Okay. All right. So let's move on now to Jansen's special segment here. Oh, uh, yeah. I got that segment, big segment. I'll, I'll let you take the reins and, and run with it. Okay. I need I need some music for this. Okay, give me a second here. Yeah. Let me. You know the one. And one second. Okay, here we go. This is the uh, the Coors Light six pack of questions brought to you by our friends at Coors Light. <laughs> so uh, this is just a little something I, I'm I'm sampling from ESPN. Okay. I think they might have had a segment like this at one point in time. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, theirs was the Coors Light. I think we were gonna go. Ours was Keystone Light six pack of questions. Uh, no, I got a late call in. It just Coors Light. They signed up. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're getting paid for this. Okay. We'll put that towards the uh, to the word towards the WordPress. Uh, question number one, Justin, is there anything significant happening in your life currently? Anything worth mentioning? Currently, as in today? Uh, yeah, like next today through the next like two to three months. Somewhere, <laughs> you know, just like the ninety day outlook. I any, like, are there any days that are circled on your calendar? Well, not this coming Monday, but the next Monday after that, I will be watching the national championship game. That's de- that's always circled. Okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's a big day. Yeah, yeah you're right. So that's that's the what is that like April April second, I believe. That one's that's, circled. They call that one the big day, right? That's that is a big day. <laughs> there is a bigger day this year, though, and and I have to respect the significant other and mention it the big wedding day is taking place in may so that that would be the bigger day this year oh wow yeah uh, i okay that's i have this question written down but that's not where i i didn't know where we were gonna go oh yep um, well on congratulations case, in case you didn't know <laughs> congratulations <laughs> thanks question number two moving on <laughs> what city do you live in currently and do you enjoy living in the Eastern Time Zone? <laughs> Two-part question. Very nice. Yeah, that was just question number two. The first 
the first the answer to to the first part is bourbon a excuse me bourbon a oh hey canada some would call it bourbonus okay there is another town i don't my address is not in this town but it's a fun one is kankakee <laughs> is that a bird that it sounds like a yeah that you might hear it if you walk around in, in nature out here. You might hear a kankakee. <laughs> but but I currently reside yes in in Bourbonnais. What what state is that? I've never heard of it. It is in the great state of Illinois, just south of the Windy City. I thought you lived in North Carolina. For a short stint, it was that was more like a summer camp. It was, like a, it was like an extended, I guess it'd be winter camp, but it was like an extended camp out there. Okay. So, okay. All right. I didn't know that. Um, and the, the eastern time zone is, well, it's a little awkward because it's actually not eastern time zone, but I'm just going to answer it by saying it's it's okay. I've, okay. I've experienced like, better. Yeah. On a scale of 9 to 10? It's it's a nine for sure. Okay. All right. Moving on. Question three. <laughs> How many three pointers have you made? Like, like lifetime this year. Well, however you want to answer that question, I'll leave it open to you. Okay. Well, I had probably three or four on Wednesday at my my old man pickup game in the morning. So we can okay, we solid. can start there. And by the way, K State just broke twenty points. Good for them. Congratulations. I still have them at 19. Kentucky might not get to 20, but we'll see. It's a, still seven minutes left. But yeah, it's, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> you must see you are on the Eastern time zone. <laughs> All right, I just got caught up. I'm live now. As far as three-pointers, I have absolutely no idea. Um, a part of the same question. Uh, it's just a follow-up. Have you ever shot like 44.3% from three for your college career? Something like that, yeah. I think that sounds oh, about uh, right. Again, <laughs> still question three. Uh, how much money did they pay you to play basketball at Manhattan Christian? <laughs> Are we talking like Fred Van Vliet money or what is? what was it? Yeah, I... Just cash under the table? Like... Fred Van Vliet would be viewed as DeAndre Ayton <laughs> compared to how much I was paid. <laughs> so, so like, okay. if, if Fred was DeAndre Ayton, then I wouldn't even be Fred. <laughs> so they, okay, so like five bucks maybe? Yeah, we actually, yeah. They, they gave us $5 a meal for as a stipend, so that's what I would say was I got paid probably, man, like 50 bucks a year. <laughs> all right that transitions perfectly into question four uh how much bitcoin do you owe do, do you I own own how, how much bitcoin do you own <sighs> zero and i was really regretting that for a while and i haven't checked recently but it might be a good thing that i never jumped into that i think you're wrong is it is it back on the i mean it's at like maybe 8500 It'd be nice to have a Bitcoin. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. when it was up at 
20,000, then I was definitely jealous. But yeah, still should have jumped on that bandwagon at some point. Oh well. Uh, question five. Okay. LeBron or MJ? Oh, MJ. That's an original one. I just came up with this on my own. MJ, 100%, all day, every day. Okay. That was the easy one. The follow ups are where this is going to get good. Okay, I'm ready. Um, five LeBrons versus five MJs. Pick up basketball. Five MJs. They don't lose. Huh. That was confident. They don't lose. MJ doesn't lose. But LeBron's such a good passer. I don't care. Okay. 11 LeBrons versus 11 MJs playing soccer. <laughs> this one I might have to go LeBron. <laughs> yeah, because he can just kick it into the box and he'll he'll just own them with the headers. Yeah, he'll just hold hold MJ off with one arm and then, yeah, and he'll score. Uh, final one, <laughs> LeBron versus MJ. Um, they start as like four-year-olds and they they grow up playing tennis. <laughs> Which one? They grow up like they're country clubbers, you know? <laughs> oh, they just have man. a racket in the hand. Yeah, it's got to be LeBron, right? I don't know. I, I, I give LeBron the advantage on the serve, but I think everything else is MJ. LeBron's basically hitting it straight down on the serve with his size yeah. and strength, but I think if MJ can get a return in, then... Then he's set. He's he's just so lanky. Lanky LeBron, and quick. LeBron's lankier. Uh, I mean, think of, like, tennis body LeBron. is. He probably only weighs, like, 220. <laughs> <laughs> he's wiry. Well, in that case, then, yeah, I'm going LeBron. I, I forgot we're talking that they're groomed yeah, no, from they the age of four. Yeah, they started four-year-olds, like, in the nursery. Yeah, they've been groomed since they were babies, yeah. so... So you're right, LeBron's probably, as long as he ends up with that same 6'10 frame, then he's probably unstoppable on the tennis court. All right, that's the correct answer. Okay. Clay uh, courts? Clay court? I think I'm back to MJ. Oh, I didn't even think about clay court. <laughs> MJ was always good over in France. Yep, and I'm going to say that LeBron, even though he may not be as, as heavy, not that he's fat or anything, but... He might not have as much weight as he currently does. I think he's still going to slide around a little bit. MJ's going to be a little more nimble on that clay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Especially with the Jordans. Yep. Oh, yeah. Specially designed Jordans for clay courts. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Question six of the Coors Light six-pack of questions brought to you by Coors Light. And Keystone Light. Daniel Orton Orton or Randy Orton? (laughs) In, in what situation? In life. In life? Yeah. I'm going to go Randy Orton simply because I recently read an article about Daniel Orton and it sounded like he wasn't doing too hot overseas. Oh, he's not in the NBA. No, no. He's been bouncing around overseas for a while now. He's a journeyman oh. over there. You know, Cal, Coach Cal doesn't like to talk about those guys. No, he doesn't. Uh, but... Moving on to uh, question seven. Oh, okay. How... This is the, yeah. the bonus pack. It's the six-pack of questions, yeah. Uh, the six-pack of questions is part of a 12-pack. Yeah, number seven. How do you feel about zone defense? Necessary at times, useful oh. at times, but overall, don't like it. It should be illegal. <laughs> it should not be illegal. <laughs> Question eight. 
what's the future of the doodah dozen? In a perfect world, what does it look like? Uh, what changes? And is JK still involved? Well, if we're talking a perfect world, then I am going to quit my job, work full-time for the doodah dozen, make a reasonable salary, and be able to take this website to the next level and possibly a year-round adventure for everybody that's a part of it. So if you know of any investors or people who want to financially support the doodah dozen, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, have, you, have you ran any numbers? Like what, what budget do you think you would need to, to kind of fit that scenario? <laughs> what, what are you looking for? Well, it wouldn't take much to match my current salary. <laughs> but, I mean, let's say, give me, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> he wasn't ready. The, web, the, website, the website's free, and the magnets cost about 3 to $4. So, to be honest, I only need about... 10 bucks a year. <laughs> well, I mean, th this is the perfect world, right? So we're going to have like, we're going to have like a real, we would have a draft app. We would have live scoring. You're right. I mean, we need, we need like a decent investment. A weekly podcast. We need better equipment. I need my own studio. For sure. Soundproof. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're right. It'd probably be 40 to 50 grand a year is what, what I would need. Yeah. We'll just call it a hundred. Okay. hundred grand. And yeah, of that hundred, probably ninety-five is in my bank account. Yeah. Do you have a Venmo? <laughs> Do you have a Venmo you'd like to plug? Uh, just, just uh, DM me. I'll get you that info. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Venmo. My the Venmo is open. Is what he's saying. He's gonna. You have to get it privately, but it's open. Uh, question nine. The final question of our ice cold, Cooper's oh, Light six pack of questions. It's a nine pack. Okay. It's a simple one. Answer it as you best see fit. Whether that's by eye test, RPI, BPI, Ken Palm, or Quadrant One wins. <laughs> Who is your favorite member of the Doodah Dozen? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't choose myself, can I? <laughs> uh, yeah, present, present company excluded, I think. <laughs> Oh man! Well, Jared's out because he's won two, yeah, two titles. So I him. hate that guy. Although he was there the night we chilled with Lynn Elmore, so he gets a Good couple night. points for that. Yeah, yeah. Good night. The, the infamous night that will go Wait, down in doodah night folklore. We, the night we introduced Lynn Elmore to Fireball. <laughs> And he left and came back to take more. <laughs> Lynn Elmore had so much fun with us that he went back to his hotel room, changed, and then returned to hang out. And bought us a round of shots. We made that great of an impression on Lynn Elmore. <laughs> that, that, that's how the Doodah Dustin was formed. <laughs> Favorite member. It's hard to root against JK, let's be honest. Oh, wow. The guy survived in 89, and he's still fighting and has a chance this year. I would enjoy nothing more than to create a little banner online and print up a magnet and put it in the mail for him. See, I, I thought this would just be like a, like a softball I'd throw up there, and you would just say Brock. Like, I thought you would just go family. Oh, no. I, 
if he wins one before me, then I might quit. You guys will be finding a new commissioner. <laughs> well, the good news is he's not going to win this year. <laughs> okay, good. Our relationship survives another year. I think he might still be on the clock, actually. <laughs> nice. Well played. I think that right there wraps up the six-pack yeah, of questions that is, uh, by Coors Light. That's... Thank you to our friends at Coors Light for sponsoring that segment. Great segment. All right. Before we end tonight, because let's be honest, Chris probably won't answer, so this will more than likely be the end of the podcast. We are going to try to call him, and we are going to preface this attempt by saying Chris was the 2017 Duda Dozen champion, and although we promised him participation and involvement on a podcast, we have failed to do that. So, in the waning moments of him sitting on the throne of the Duda Dozen, we are going to attempt to give him his moment in the spotlight. Fun fact about Chris, he, uh, he grew up in Nebraska... He's a huge Georgia Tech football fan <laughs> and a uh, big Nebraska basketball fan. So, ah. bet, you, bet you didn't know one of those. <laughs> okay, let's see if if the champ answers. Here we go. Well. Looks like we're not going to get Chris tonight. Maybe we'll try again next time. And with that, peace. Later.